Andy Bush here in the studio. My wingman Richie is broadcasting at home in tracky bottoms right now as we speak. <laughs> I actually am in tracky bottoms. I'll tell you what, though, I'm already missing the wonderful cups of tea uh, that you make with those beautiful sachets of uh, UHT milk that we're so blessed to have in the building. Isn't it? It's a non-stop wall-to-wall treat in this place, isn't it? <laughs> wall-to-wall treat, that's for sure. <laughs> so hopefully before I know it, I'll be back in with you. But yeah, uh, from home this afternoon, which is giving me the chance, actually, uh, to spend a little bit of time on Christmas prep. Bush, I'm, I'm gutted about this I've put something on my wish list uh, for Christmas I can't really believe I've got to the stage of life that I'm wanting this gift I'm asking for walking boots Wow, walking now I'm conflicted on this because uh, when you get a good pair of walking boots it's an amazing thing it, it transforms your life in in the rambling community but but the other side of it is that it's a little bit slightly heartbreaking to have that down as a Christmas present isn't it is that what it's isn't come it? to it really is. You, you, you look back, you think of the halcyon years when you were asking for scale extracts and then some kind of gadget, uh, uh, and now here you are looking for, for walking boots, ones with those sort of nice, nice sort of uh, metal loops that you don't have to yeah. thread the laces through and they've got the support so your Achilles doesn't go and that kind of thing. Walking boots, I'm 44, man, what's going on? Do you know what, it doesn't seem that long ago, and this is like the rock and roll days of, of Christmas presents are definitely gone, it doesn't seem that long ago, uh, our, our nana from Liverpool got me and my brother a carton of, uh, uh, of Siggy's each, Marlborough Lights. <laughs> With like a boat around them for Christmas. Anyone else's grandparents getting ciggies for Christmas? It's crazy. Please tell me there is something on your list, something that you're after, that you're wanting, you're harbouring a hope for, that you, when you look at it, you're thinking, oh man, has it got to this? Well, you know, what? Um, my other half, Katie, has offered, because obviously there's a bargaining that goes on with what you're going to get for Christmas. She's yeah. offered to get, and this, is, this sounds like a euphemism, it isn't. Uh, she's offered to get my wax jacket rewaxed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite tempted. I, mean, I was thinking, I can't get that done. That's, that's the end of days, that, isn't it? Uh, if there's something on your Christmas list that you can't believe you've got to the stage of life where you're actually wanting this as a gift, share it with us this evening, 8, 12, 15 for your text or tweets to Absolute Radio. Speed hooks for easy lace adjustment, multi-directional lugs for traction and a stability shank that delivers lightweight support. Yes, I am reading to you some of the fantastic features on the walking boots uh, that I am asking for this Christmas. Uh, it's slightly soul-destroying that I've reached the age in life where I'm asking for walking boots. Is there something on your Christmas list that you just can't believe you're asking for it? I do believe I saw a stability shank at the ready festival, but we won't get into that now. Thank you. Thank you, producer Adam, shaking his head at that one. Comedy, right the way through this evening on Home Time. Sarah says, I was asked by my sister what I wanted, and I've asked for two new blackout blinds for my bedroom. What's all that about? <laughs> uh, Vicky's asked for a new set of kitchen measuring spoons and spatulas. When did I turn into this person, she says. I'm 49. In my head, though, I'm still in my 20s. As a little side point there, I have long campaigned for Home Time spatulas as our merch, it does show that there is desire for it. There, there's a public one for it, there's no two ways about it and Chris Kirk says, I once asked my dad to pay for a year's road tax for me. If you have, if you've asked for like a, a present that is made you feel like you might be getting old, get in touch with the show tonight and register it now. Eight, register yourself, for crying out loud. Steve says, uh, I've asked for a duvet with a higher tog because I'm feeling the cold a bit more. I'm only 45. 
I feel you, Steve. Uh, Darren in Leeds says, <laughs> I, I have a trouser press on oh. my wish list. How sad. But brownie points with the other half. No more ironing. Is that even a thing? I mean, I've seen them in hotels. I didn't know there was, like, you could get trouser presses, like, home trouser presses. Pressed jeans. Oh, imagine that with the line down the front. <laughs> like you still live with your parents and you're 45. Uh, we've got Kay on the line. Kay, tell everyone what you're getting this Christmas. So I've asked for some <laughs> compression socks um, for my low blood pressure and I've also asked for a doormat. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kay, without going too medical here, um, I'm also on uh, blood pressure medication. Um, if these compression socks work out for you, could you please let me know? Because uh, I might be after some too. Yeah, sure. I'll keep you in the loop. Listen to the state of you two hospital corners. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, how high up does a compression sock go? Is it is it like above the knee, like uh, like that kind of thing? Uh, it's, a, it, it's a very attractive, like um, knee high sock with the big, like elastic, stripy bit. Wow. Yeah, sure it's right that we should be asking our lady listeners uh, about the height of their socks. <laughs> That's a good point. We have been worn before, so let me just completely move away from that. Uh, and uh, what did you used to have in your... No offence, I don't mean heyday like this, Kay, but like back in the going out days, what would you be asking for for Christmas? Oh, usually like booze or shoes. Uh, James tweets uh, to say a barbecue scouring pad. James, mm. I've got one of them. Absolutely brilliant during the spring and summer. Don't apologise about that. <laughs> Adam, in, Adam in Claygate, I've asked for nose hair clippers this Christmas. End of days. There's some unbelievable stuff coming into the show. We've got Steve on the line right now. Steve, be honest then. What middle-aged present have you asked for this Christmas? <laughs> I have asked for a video doorbell. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve, we're laughing at you, but do you know what? If I needed one, I could absolutely ask for one of them and be happy. Exactly. It's practical, isn't it? Do you know what, right? I, I've, I've mentioned in the lounge a few times with my other half, Katie, that I'd love to get one of those things, and she doesn't want me to get one because she thinks, and this is outrageous, she thinks I'd, like, spy on her and want to know what, where she was going and all that kind of, of stuff. Of course she would. Well, I mean, I kind of would, really, yeah. <laughs> It, it kind of is a consideration for me, Bush, to be honest with you. Yeah, just see why... You're on your missus, but on mine. Well, yeah, you don't spy on mine. You spy on your own. <laughs> I spy on my own, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to put my hand up here and say I haven't even got a doorbell, let alone a video one. You haven't got, <laughs> you haven't got a doorbell? No, people just got a knock. Really? As a man who embraces technology, that really surprises me that you don't even have a doorbell. I got a new really door a few years ago, Richard. Bush, wood composite, and uh, I didn't want to ruin the flush lines of it. Unbelievable. He needs to get himself in the uh, video doorbell market, doesn't he, Steve? He does. He does. Perhaps our centre for one. <laughs> it's home time with Bush and Richie, the show that has a radio station for every decade. And right now it's time to jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. One of you could be winning £500 as we take you through the decades. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to win? The person today who thinks he can is Des. Hello. Des, good to have you on the show. Des, what do you have for breakfast? You ready for this? Uh, two fried eggs. Ooh. <laughs> two fried eggs. On toast or just straight in the middle of a plate? Two fried eggs. Let's get on with it. Straight in the middle of a plate every day. <laughs> every... I can't believe that. Do you have two fried eggs every day, Des? Yeah, it sets you up for the day. It's great. Wow. Uh, how long has it been going on for, Des? Uh, a few years. About four years, I think. 
four years. If anyone can work out how many eggs Des has had up to this point, we would love to find out. It's amazing. Well, let's not get distracted. Um, let's go through some rules. We're going to give you seven questions, one from each of our sister stations, Absolute Radio 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s in the present day. Uh, you've got 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven correct. You can't pass on a question, however, and when the time's up, the game ends and you get trapped in the decade that you were stuck in. Does that make sense, Des? I've got it, yeah. Right, my friend, which decade would you like to start on? And uh, Richie and I will calibrate our time machine. I'll start in the 60s, please. Just while we calibrate, I've worked out that's 1,460 eggs. Wow, that's a lot of eggs, Des. (laughs) Even if you... All bought from the same farm, so they're doing well. Amazing. Even if you you don't successfully go through the decades, you're still a winner in our hearts, which is an amazing thing. (laughs) Here we go then, Des, starting... What did you say, the 60s, yeah? Yeah. Let's go through the decades. Through the decades. 60s. Uh, which television channel made its first appearance on British screens in 1964? BBC Two. Correct. 70s. The Queen's debut... Not the Queen. Queen's debut album was released in 1973, but what was it called? Queen Two. Nearly. Queen. Yes, correct. Yes. 80s. Who is credited with the invention of the internet in 1989? Tim Berners-Smith. Nearly. Tim Berners. Nearly that name. Any other variants on that name? Or variants not a fun thing to say these days. Any any kind of variation on that name to, of Tim? Berners-Smith. No. No. <laughs> uh, Nearly Des. Come on. Yeah. Oh, it was Tim Berners-Lee. So close. Oh. Uh, You're a loser and you have lost. If only Tim didn't lost. have a double-barrelled name. Exactly. He's yeah, ruined it with his, with his fancy surname, hasn't he? <laughs> he has. Um... Hard luck. Uh, you are trapped in the 80s, the decade of Dayglow, so uh, at least you'll look good, uh, Des. But uh, uh, Tim Berners-Lee, done for you. Uh, no winner today, which means we play again tomorrow. Uh, by the way, further calculations, it's actually 2,920 eggs, because I forgot, of course, he has two a day. Yes, exactly. I'm sure people would have been starting getting in touch about that, to clarify, Richie. So just to confirm, Des has had so far over the past, is it four years, 2,920 yeah. eggs. You can play through the decades on your Amazon smart speaker right now. Get match fit for being live with us tomorrow by saying open the Through the Decades game. Through the Decades with Tesco Mobile. Good to have you all on board on this Wednesday night. Would you agree that there are certain things in life that there isn't a word for? Like, no word or phrase to describe it. Uh, let me let me explain. I, I do a thing each and every night at home that I would like help from everyone finding a phrase for this evening on home time, if I can. Let me explain what it is. Every night I, I get up to make a brew. You might be in the same situation in your house. You're the person that always makes the tea, even at work. I, I'm kind of the person that makes the hot drinks. You make anyway, a good drink. Thank you. I appreciate that. But it's kind of a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because you get, you, get you, know, uh, you know, commended on it, but then that means you end up being the one that makes it all the time. So uh, that's just how it is. Anyway, as I'm stood there waiting for the kettle to boil whilst making the brews at home, I always, without fail, help myself to a biscuit from the tin by the kettle as I see it as my payment for getting up and doing the teas. 
Uh, and even if I'm, uh, we're going to bring biscuits into the lounge to have the biscuits, I see that biscuit that I have by the kettle as just free anyway. You know, you can ride it off for expenses because mm-hmm. it's part of my payment for doing the teas. But there's no real word or phrase for what that is. I'm sure other people listening to this uh, tonight on Home Time do a similar thing, and I stand up eating it. It's not like I sit down and take my time over it. I put almost the entire biscuit in my mouth in one go. But it's kind of my payment for, for being the tea guy. So I need a phrase for that this evening. A little brainstorm. Gluttony. Well, yeah, th- I suppose it is that. <laughs> There's no, bis- there's no biscuit play on words going on there, Richie. That's just a no, no, outright... No. Yeah, calling it. Um, no, I, I think I th- you're right. That that sensation of, of waiting for the tea, uh, you know, the tea's... Do you, so, sorry, to clarify, do you have your free biscuit? Do you have it whilst you're waiting for the kettle or do you have it with your tea before you then take it the next stage into the lounge? No, so let's just let's just say I'm going to bring some cakes or whatever that we've mm-hmm. we've bought in with the tea. I'll have the biscuit just whilst I'm waiting for the kettle to boil, stood up. Gotcha. Big fan of stood up eating at different places in the kitchen. Well, then I would say that's that's your brew key, isn't it? I like that, sir. So, so brew with... Mm-hmm. What's the key bit? Bicky. <laughs> yes, that's good. That now, now if you say I'm having a brookie, people know what you're talking about. That's a very good start. Uh, Chris Grandon says chocolate job knob. Uh, <laughs> which is pretty good. Part of your job. And then uh, Colin's gone for Hobnobson's Choice. He's going, like, next level with that as well. So help us find a phrase for that weird thing you do that a lot of people do where you're getting a free biscuit because you're the one that is making tea. Uh, all suggestions welcome. Although, Richie, you've got an issue with what we just said earlier on. Yeah, who was your fella that suggested Hobnobson's Choice? I'm not having that. Colin, Colin I was quite impressed with it. What's, what's your problem with Hobnobson's Choice? Well, here's the thing, right? You're impressed with it because it sounds good because it's done a pun on Hobbs, uh, Hobnob. But Hobson's Choice is where, basically, you've got a choice of two things and it's you're between a rock and a hard place. So oh. the whole fact that you're having, like, a, 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 a free biscuit makes no sense. It's a good pun, but it doesn't work. Because when he first said it, I thought it was a TV show, but I was thinking of Howard's Way, not Hobson's Choice. <laughs> that could have been a good follow-up. <laughs> uh, some other ones coming in here. Ian says you could be collecting your brew tax. That's it is, good. It is a bit of a tax. Uh, and then Gazza says uh, dad tax. Uh, this is a great one from Drew. Hats off for bruisey bonus. <laughs> we might have a leader. I think we might have a leader. If you can come up with a good suggestion, we'd love to hear about it. Sarah and Murfield, very clever. This would surely be a gratuity. I see what she's done there, liking her style. Dean says the Germans have got a phrase for everything. So uh, he's done Google Translate and put in free tea biscuits and has come out as kostenlosen Tegenbach. <laughs> it's like uh, uh, ge- ge- the German word for shaven foam is barber scum, which is my favourite thing ever. <laughs> Uh, Jill and Ian, very clever, this one. It's more of a phrase than a word, Bush. How about brew in the hand, bicky in the bush? I like that. I'm worried, though, that another phrase like uh, Hobnobsom's Choice from earlier on, I might have got the phrase wrong, and then it you know, all kind of goes <laughs> south, doesn't it? Uh, we've got Joanne on the line, who does the same thing when she's making her lad a drink. Tell us about it, Joanne. Yeah, what I do is when he wants a hot chocolate with all the bells and whistles, um, like marshmallows and cream and chocolate sprinkles and everything. Um, inside the marshmallow tub, I've got a secret packet of frumps that's surrounded by marshmallows. You can't see it. So when I'm heating it up and making it, um, I just have a, a sneaky flump. A sneaky flump? A sneaky flump, yes. 
Now, obviously, Bush, um, you're not necessarily sticking a flump in your cup of tea, but I do like that as a as a little term, you know, having having a little sneaky flump. I think it's quite nice. I wonder whether saying to someone that you're having a sneaky flump might give the wrong connotations of what's going on in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> and Joanne, is, you, is your son asking in the background what's going on and thus maybe blowing your cover? It is blowing my cover. Okay. I had it surrounded by other marshmallows, you see, so you can see it. Do you know what? It's almost like, a, you know, if a, a, the, the integrity of a safe house gets blown uh, in, in the yeah. world of the FBI, you need to, tonight, move location. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> totally justified in having a biscuit while you make somebody else a cup of tea. Totally, 100%. Damn right. We'll have a phrase for it by the end of this evening. Good to speak to you, Joanne. <laughs> Problem. Thank you. Discounting Willie Gray's suggestion of sneaky snatch. Thanks for that, mate. I'm going to go with Jay's one of uh, Barrister Benefit. Oh, I like that. Light and playful. <laughs> you just watched the press conference a bit earlier on with the Prime Minister. It's tough at the moment. It's horrible. I think we're all going to have to just hunker down and get our tin helmets on for Christmas. But on the other side of that, uh, things to look forward to in the new year. Uh, we are planning to put the fun into February with a massive board game bonanza together with our friends at Asmodee UK. Uh, it's a great prize bundle to be won at our website, absoluteradio.co.uk. Check out the award-winning range of card and board games from Asmodee UK, including Dobble, Catan, Ticket to Ride Europe, which we love, and the perfect way to bring family together at Christmas and beyond. And find out more about our board game bonanza and win at absoluteradio.co.uk. These are great games. No doubt you will be playing some of them at uh, Christmas. Sometimes when you are together with the family on one of these kind of occasions, you end up playing a family tradition game, something that you've devised yourself. So we want to hear about them this evening. Let us know what they are. 8.12.15. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. We have one. Uh, it's called 15s. 15s. Um, 15 categories, which you, 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 you pick as all the players. So it could be like, I don't know, town, country... Film. I mean, they're a bit dry, aren't they? But anyway, you get the idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, you pick a random letter. Right. So it could be T, and then you've suddenly got, I don't know, uh, Toaster, Thailand. Um, Is there any chance oh. I can pop around yours this Christmas? It sounds like good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's got five minutes to think of something for each of those categories that begins with that letter, but the more unique the answer the higher the score you get. The more I describe it, actually, it sounds like Pointless and we've ripped it off. I like it. I'm going to try 15s. I, I like the name for it, 15s. It's good. Uh, well, I mean, these are it's just the tip of the iceberg, some brilliant games that people have made up. Uh, Andy's just tweeted the show to say uh, they play a thing called Spot a Horse. Uh, How's so you, that work? So you shout horse if you're in the car or walking around, you get a point. Yeah. You see a horse box, shout horse box thief, and you can steal your siblings' points. Oh... These are pretty special. So uh, let's people get in touch, right? 8, 12, 15, if you or your family have made up a game, okay? Whether it's a board game or whatever, just a game you say out loud. Maybe it's 15s, you've got some paper involved like Richie and his family. 8, 12, 15. And I tell you what, Titanic! What, what's that? It's a movie that begins with T. I've suddenly thought of one. It's a bit of a delay, sorry. It must take you like a couple of weeks to get through this. At that rate, <laughs> a couple of weeks to play on Christmas Day. But what about we give, uh, we put up for grabs a table at our board game Bonanza in February uh, for the person who's come up with the best family name. Game. Yes. Great from Caroline. We put a Christmas hat on the corner of the TV and you have to be the first to shout when someone on the TV is in the correct position to wear the hat. That's amazing. What an amazing game that is. I'm actually going to try that myself. Uh, there's a, <laughs> now, you mentioned your game that you play at home with your family, Richie, called... Fifteens. Fifteens. Yeah. Quite a few people have been saying, Richie, that is essentially categories, which is an established game. And we do worry that the lawyers for that game may be in touch at some point. Uh, well, the lawyers need to queue up behind Pointless as well. 
Fair, yeah, actually, there's a few that might have a grief with this. Uh, someone's tweeted, so me and my brother, as kids, used to play a game where one would sing a song, then finish on a word. The next person would need to find a song with the same word and carry on, stopping on another word until someone won. We spent hours playing it. I like that one. Good musical game. Stephen says, used to play dead arm darts with my cousins. <laughs> We'd throw... <laughs> Darts championship start tonight. This is topical. Yeah. We'd throw three darts into a dartboard. Whoever had the lowest score would get punched on the arm by everyone. Uh, Jane is hanging on to give us one of these made-up games that you guys play in your families at Christmas. Jane, what do you do? It's a really good game. If you've got about six or eight people, what we do is sit round the table and you choose like um, like a, a place in the house or anywhere in a field or whatever and you have to name things that you find in that room so um what we do we cover our teeth with our lips so you can imagine go uh, like that so then you have to say if you were working on the kitchen you'd say pickle like that and, or something like table. So, what's so, this game what's jane what is this game called what do you call it teeth teeth <laughs> Yeah, so can we play it right now? Let's play it with the radio studio. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll go. I'll Jane, go. you start us off. Go on then. Radio studio. Okay. So um, we're going to look for something you'd find in a bedroom. Okay. So I'll... I will start off and I go bed like that. But you've got to cover your teeth with your lips. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, vanity table. Pardon? Say it again. I think vanity table. Vanity table? Yeah. That's... Okay. Bed- bedside cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> bedside cabinet. That's good. Bush, it's your go. Here we go, here we go. Welsh dresser. That's knocking the thing. <laughs> Actually, Welsh dresser. Do you have a Welsh dresser in a bedroom? I was trying to think of furniture and pallets. Hey. Okay, you'll have that in the living room. Okay, I'm out then, Jane. I'm out. She and Richie left. Yeah, okay, go on then. Um, Ottoman. Very good. Uh, <laughs> bench. Bench. Boobay cover. <laughs> <laughs> I retire. Richie's declaring. What did you say? He said he's declaring. <laughs> Jane, uh, this is what a fantastic. This might be the best game, Richie. This is the best game. Love that game. We're going to have to get Jane down to our board game night in February. Bush will sit her in the corner. She can cover her teeth and amuse us. Fantastic. One of the things that makes me feel the most festive as we head into this part of the year is not Christmas trees out or Christmas decorations on houses. It's chatting to our Daves of Christmas, the 12 Daves of Christmas here on this show, celebrating Daves around the United Kingdom and allowing them to shine. So let's meet another one. Who's this on the line? Dave from Newcastle. Yay! Our fifth Dave. How are you, Dave? I'm good. Uh, Off Christmas shopping uh, now. Brilliant. You're on your way Christmas shopping. Does that mean you're going to the Metro Centre? Is that what you're doing? Kingston Park. Um, for some gift sets from Boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Boots. <laughs> <laughs> two for three or three for two, whatever the deal is. Aye, aye, see later. You sound a little bit broken, Dave. Hang in there. Richie mentioned a few weeks ago on Home Time, we are talking about percentage Christmas shopping done. What percentage Christmas shopping are you done? It doesn't sound like a high percentage. To touch your subject, but uh, I would say about 75, 75%. Oh, that's all right, that's Dave. Week to go. Yeah. Good man. 
Uh, well, well, look, it's a very important Dave you are today. It's the fifth Dave, so it's the part of the song where you get the slightly longer Dave from. Now, you said Newcastle. How's that going to scan? I think he can make it work. D- Dave's got the vibrancy of a man who's about to go Christmas shopping around a shopping centre. I think he can channel that pure <laughs> buzz of a vibe into this particular piece. Dave, are you ready to sing it up and sing loud? Yeah, yeah, I'll bellow, yeah. Definitely. It's going to bellow. <laughs> right then, let's take it away and get ready to have our next Dave of Christmas. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Dave from Newcastle. David from Essex. Dave from Plymouth. Dave from Liverpool. And a Dave in Manchester. That's Beautiful. Good. What pipes good? you have, Dave. Wonderful pipes. <laughs> used to be in a cut the boy choir. Did you? Yeah, Christ Church choir. I can imagine, like, Alan Shearer in the same choir as you. That would be the story that I reckon gets told. Uh, brilliant. You don't necessarily have to have been in a school choir, but if you are called Dave and you want to be our next Dave, the sixth Dave tomorrow, pop us a text right now, 8.12.15, or email us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. A little bit of feedback then. Um, you heard at the beginning of the show, uh, I, I told you about... Um, uh, the cookies that I was uh, getting delivered uh, earlier on. Um, yeah. Uh, she's put a second egg in. Doesn't normally put um, two eggs in the mixture. Uh, so, uh, so what's making for... I love a hot cookie, Bush. You enjoy a hot cookie? I enjoy a hot cookie, but uh, two eggs seems to be the theme of tonight's show, obviously with our uh, Through the Decades guy a bit <laughs> yeah. earlier on, Des, and his two eggs a day. What an amazing I way of bringing it around full circle. Can we actually have a quick chat about that? Because we, did, we, we didn't sort of go into too much depth I can't imagine having a plate with just two fried eggs on it I don't have a problem with having two fried eggs but to have just two just. fried eggs on a plate yeah like you'd, you'd have like you've got to have beans I just presume that you'd say you had it on toast or something like that but there's got to be a phone in at some point on home time about I love people who have the same thing every day like it's part of his daily routine eating eggs he must go to the loo once a month <laughs> 